Welcome to Real Talk with Stacey J, where we empower women to live their life on purpose with no limitations. You know the saying, your health is your wealth, and that is so true because it's a craze going on. People, there's all these diets, these fads, you're hearing about Mill Planet, and you're hearing about plastic surgery. But when we think of health, we have to think of it differently than just our outer appearance and how good we look on the outside, because I do like to look good. Let's not get it twisted. However, I think internally, I need to be just as healthy so that I can have longevity, mobility, and all those great things that will help me live a healthy lifestyle. So my guest today is Dr. Katina, and she is going to talk to us about our health, especially for the African-American community, because some of y'all, you know, we don't like to go to the doctor, we don't like to get checkups, and we don't like to see a therapist. So we're here today to talk about, you know, our health, some of the major illnesses that Uh, African-Americans have, and just to get to learn more about our health overall. So I'd like to welcome Dr. Katina to the show. Hello, hello. So glad to be here with you all. Oh, thank you so much. I've seen you on Sister Circle. I've seen you all over the media. Um, And I love that you've taken your profession as a medical um, professional and taking it to another level, I like to say, you know, uh, being able to relate to those that, you know, when you go to the doctor, like when I had my breast exam and the doctor was talking to me like a doctor and I was like, you know, once she went out the room, I talked to the lady that was doing the ultrasound, like, tell me what's really going on, you know? So (laughs) I, I think it's important that, you know, for people that don't understand the terminology of health, um, and just want you to just kind of give it to them, uh, blatantly, you know, I think that's important. So, so I, I see here that there are, well, let me go back. I want to get to know you a little bit. And I see that you started your medical career back in 2003. And so when you decided to choose the direction of your professional, where you want to go, what made you choose the medical industry? Well, just, you know, I've known that I wanted to be a nurse since the age of 10. Um, From when my grandfather, he had a stroke. And and then at an early age, a young age, I had to help him with his his activities of daily living. And then additionally, my best friend in middle school, she was an insulin-dependent diabetic. And I used to administer her insulin shots. And then furthermore, just really seeing a lot of my family members die just due to obesity-related conditions. Um, That just molded my decision even more. However, it really wasn't until I graduated from nursing school when I realized the importance of just health awareness. My my, my grandmother, whom raised me, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, um, and that was just a really challenging experience for me. And I knew that from that experience that health awareness was definitely the key. And I wanted to just impact as many people as possible to live a quality life mentally and physically. And and that's why, as uh, Dr. Katina, I am a nurse practitioner. I am an author, a health educator, and a fitness advocate. So I really provide that that health awareness on of a large uh, to our large audiences, so that I can encourage you all to do better for yourselves. Because if we don't take care of our health, Stacey J, you know, there's nothing. Health is wealth, as they Mm -hmm. say. So you really have to make sure you take care of yourself first before you can even carry out your your purpose and passion in life. You have to make sure that car has gas in it, right? I know that's right, girl. 
Right. (laughs) The same thing. We got to make sure, you know, when we talk about, you know, my Know Your Health Status campaign that I have going on. But when we talk about that, I'll talk about the importance of some things that you should do as leaders, Mm -hmm. as people, as caregivers, as, you know, persons who have gone through life journey, that the importance of what we need to do to maintain our health as as human beings, definitely. But I'm so glad to be on the show. And um, just to give you a little background, I am from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, and I started my education at Florida A&M University, so I am a Rattler. (laughs) And that's where uh, I received my bachelor's of nursing, mm-hmm. and then I went on to get my massive of, master's in nursing at Florida Atlantic University, mm-hmm. and then I became a family nurse practitioner from then on because I wanted to be more involved in um, patients' care. I mm-hmm. wanted to, you know, write prescriptions for patients. I wanted to order tests. I wanted to implement a plan of care. I wanted to just be involved a little bit more than just a registered nurse. So I am an advanced practice registered nurse and nurse practitioner. I love it. I love my job. Um, The doctor comes in as um, I did go to um, get my doctoral degree in educational leadership. So I'm also a nursing instructor. I'm adjunct at different nursing schools. So I teach nursing as well online and then at at Florida Atlantic University in their graduate program. So I, I do so many things. I love what I do. It's my passion. It's my purpose. And um, I've known since, you know, you heard my story since childhood Mm -hmm. that I definitely wanted to um, go into health for sure. Yeah. And before we go into the big three, which I want to talk about is to go back a little bit as I was, you know, doing my research on you. And I think that this is important because one of the things that we try to, you know, really empower people on the show is looking at what you can do, what your purpose is. And I see that you are actually a high school dropout. And to see that you, whatever your reasons were, whatever happened, um, because we all go through something, you still push through. You still said, hey, this is my passion. This is my purpose. Whatever's going on, I'm still going to push forward. Can you just speak a little bit on, I don't know if you can speak on what happened or just what made you push through to get to your purpose? Yes, I definitely can. So um, I wasn't per se the high school dropout, but I went to uh, a, a school in which the uh, high school dropout rate was uh, very, very high. Mm. And, um, you know, I had so many different influences, hung around the wrong kids and, um, you know, skipped school a lot and just wasn't focused. You know how kids get involved and, and they don't stay focused, peer pressure and, um, you know, I gave up on school. I, you know, I really didn't want to, you know, go to school anymore. However, I, I got around, you know, positive friends. I met positive friends. And um, I got more involved in high school at that point where I became student government president. Um, I was involved as a cheerleader, step team. But, you know, your, your friends really have um, a, a, a really, uh, it really affects us, you know. Mm-hmm. So we, as I speak to my teenagers, um, my patients, family, friends, I tell them, look, you know, you, my son, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's 12, 
and he's middle school. So he's at that point now where I tell them, look, you have to choose your friends wisely because they really, really affect us. So I'm glad I just, you know, met a group of friends that were positive. And then, of course, my grandmother kept me on the right track, Mm -hmm. Um, my mom, dad, um, so that I didn't actually drop out. But I was headed that way because Mm -hmm. the school I went to um, definitely – you know, the dropout rate was really, really high. Okay. Yeah, and I just thought that was important because I look for, you know, those different stories that when people listen, they go, oh, Dr. Katina, they look you up and they're like, oh, my gosh, she's doing it. She's this and that. But they don't know the story behind it. So that's why I like to share that with my audience so they don't think I'm just getting all the celebrities, you know, and having them on the show and no one's. No, no, I struggled, y'all. I struggled. (laughs) I worked hard to get here. (laughs) I know that's right. So to talk about the big three, which are blood. Uh, blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar. Now, talk about that because I know I don't have any of those, but I know so many people in my family that do. So can we talk a little bit about that and maybe some uh, suggestions or what people should do to stay healthier? Yes. So I have a Know Your Health Status campaign going on. And for the past year, I thought that that was important for me to really um, take that on the road. So uh, during my Know Your Health Status campaign, I have health parties uh, in which I talk to teen and women and men um, about their health. You know, I have them, um, it's open platform, so it's anything, any questions they want to ask, I'm there for them. But part of my Know Your Health Status campaign is just spreading the awareness of the importance of knowing the big three. And the big three are foundational to our health. And that's your blood pressure, cholesterol, and blood sugar. I always tell folks, all, you know how you know what's going in and out of your bank account? Mm-hmm. You need to know what's going in and out of your body. Sure. This is important. I have people that, you know, they come in and they haven't had physicals for years. So I really encourage, you know, people to go get their physical exams and um, get their screenings done because preventative care is key. And that's why I do what I do because I really, I, say, I serve as a reminder because if you follow me on social media, I, you know, post a lot of health and fitness videos because it's just important to remind you all the importance of checking your blood pressure. So on blood pressure on Tuesdays, I have what we call blood pressure Tuesday. And um, the normal blood pressure should be um, 120 over 80 or less. But, you know, sometimes it's a little elevated. But if you don't know your blood pressure, because hypertension is a silent killer. Mm-hmm. So, you, you, know, you know, you may not have signs of your blood pressure being high. So it's important to know your blood pressure number and to know that you don't have um, high blood pressure. And then also uh, your cholesterol, when it comes to the cholesterol, that's the part that clogs the arteries of the heart. So you have your LDL, which is your bad cholesterol, your HDL, which is your good cholesterol, healthy H, and then you have your triglycerides, which is the fatty part of the cholesterol. That's the part that clogs the arteries of the heart. That that comes, those are elevated when you're, you know, your red meats, your sweets, and your alcohol. Uh-uh. Um, so, you know, you really have to watch the things that you eat. And then the last thing is your blood sugar. And this is important because this will let us know if you're pre-diabetic mm-hmm. or 
if you are one that is a diabetic. Because as we know, diabetes, it, if we don't control this, this actually damages the kidneys. So does high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. So these three things are foundational to our health, Stacey J, because if we don't know our blood pressure number, cholesterol, or blood sugar, you know, that that's not a good thing at all. Right. So I, that my Know Your Health Status campaign uh, focuses on the big three and just the importance of um, just getting your physical exams, your pap smears, um, doing your breast self-exams. Mm-hmm. We just left Breast Cancer Awareness Month, mm-hmm. getting your mammograms done, bone densities for all my postmenopausal women. Uh-oh. If you haven't had your bone density test done, mm-hmm. you need to get that done. That checks for osteoporosis mm-hmm. and osteopenia, which is bone loss. And then your colonoscopies for those who are 50 and over. Get your colonoscopies done and then your eye exam. A lot of patients come in and they say, oh, I see well. But it's not always about what's going on now. It's about preventative care. So when you go get your eye exam, they actually check the back of the eye. They Mm -hmm. look at the arteries, the vessels, the pressure of the eyes. And then also your dental exam because, remember, when we have oral bacteria in our mouth, that actually can affect our heart. And that can cause uh, what they call endocarditis, which is an infection of the valves of the heart. So we have to get our dental exam as well. And then men, we can't forget about you, of course. You make sure you get your physical exam and your blood work. But then also in your blood work, you need to get your prostate test done as well. Mm -hmm. And then um, see the urologist so that they can do um, the prostate exam. So getting your screenings is so important, Stacey J. Knowing your health status, the big three is important. So I challenge all of you all, if you don't, know these numbers that I just mentioned, the blood pressure, cholesterol, or your blood sugar number, get in tune with your body is so, so important. You can actually save your life. I totally agree. And I know that a lot of times, as I mentioned before, we a lot of people are scared. And I think that it's better to get do the preventative and go and go, hey, you're good or, hey, you have a chance of this than to go. And now you find out, you know, you have high blood pressure or your cholesterol is out of control. And now you're forced to make those different changes in your life. And I and that's why I think it's important to keep constantly talking about health, because, you know, now health is a trillion dollar business, but it's the diet fats. It's the, you know, like I said, the liposuction and all that. And I'm not against anything, but I think that when we ignore internally what's going on, we put ourselves in in a bigger danger zone than being able to be preventative. So I do want to touch bases on your author and you have several books and I know you have one, Let's Talk STDs, and it's a guide to prepare, to prepare parents for the talk. And then you have Let's Talk Sex, which is like the student edition. Now, let me tell you why I love this, because I have two boys um, and I'm a bonus mom now. But when I learned about that, my son was having sex. It was awkward, you know, very awkward. And I think for a lot of parents, it is like, you know, you do have parents that are, you know, very confident to go, hey, let's have the sex talk. But it's awkward for the kid because I'm talking to my parent about sex, you know. So tell us about the book and how and some of the things that, you know, help them um, be able to bridge that gap to have that conversation. 
Yes, yes. So my books are called Let's Talk Sex and STDs. The first edition is The Parent Guide, uh, a guide to prepare parents for the talk. Because let's just say, for instance, you know, mom, dad, uh, they've been married for years or have, you know, one monogamous partner, and they forget all about STDs, you know, because longer using condoms and so forth and they forget you know all about STDs so you do have that child that needs education on that and you don't know what to tell them so I created that guide first to educate yourself first as the parent so that you'll be able to talk to your child about number one different STDs and then how to approach your child because a lot of times you know parents they may you know get upset and just get angry when their their kids because believe me believe me, believe it or not a lot of the kids know more than you think they I, do yes they do <laughs> yes they do I have I have uh, uh, patients come in with their parents and as soon as the parents leave the room you know. They're, the teens are transparent. They're having sex, and the mom doesn't know it or the dad doesn't know it. So that parent guy is really there to, to educate the parent and to prepare the parent to have that talk. Now, the student edition is, is specifically for the student. It actually gives them uh, tips on how to approach the parent because I'm all for being transparent with your, your parent because if – you don't want to get the wrong information from social media or from your friends mm-hmm. and, and so forth. And you want to be able to go to your parent or, you know, your, your health care provider to talk to them. So the book just gives them tips on how to approach their parents. And, of course, it talks about uh, certain signs and symptoms of STDs. And then it talks about the anatomy. So, you know, it's good for, for my preteens as well because it talks about the anatomy of the body. It also talks about the menstrual cycle. And it also talks about puberty, what girls and boys will go through during their puberty years. So the student edition talks a little bit more in depth. And it has some pictures there as well. So both of those books are really, really good if you have, um, you know, teenagers or even preteens. I tell people you want to have that talk before right. they get to middle school, before they get to middle school. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, in, this, in the state of Florida, in the state of Florida, I can only, I did my research here, but the middle school oral sex is very prevalent in middle school so you have to yes you have to talk to that fifth grader um or that fourth grader before they get into middle school because when they get into middle school and they're sixth graders right Mm -hmm. you're gonna have these seventh and eighth graders that's gonna approach this child and say can you kiss me here or can you lick me here oh it's nothing wrong we're not having sex because they don't see all sex as actual sex because Mm -hmm. it's not penetration Mm -hmm. we also have the kids having anal sex more readily in middle school because again they won't get pregnant you know that's a different hole it's not the vagina it's not sex but that's of course where that ignorance comes in Mm -hmm. it and that's why we as parents we as, as healthcare providers we have to educate so that's why i created that book so that, you know, it can be informative for the child and then for the parent as well because we have to get involved. We can't just let social media take advantage of our kids. We mm-hmm. can't let Google take advantage. We got to stay on top and be involved with our with our kids. And um, unfortunately, I've had many versions 
that would come into my office with genital warts because they forget that some S or they don't know that some STDs are skin to skin contact, the mm-hmm. HPV virus, that's skin to skin contact. So I have to burn off warts on virgins. So, you know, these are just some things that, you know, I educate, I I put in my book, I educate when I have my teen health parties for the girls and for the boys, just educate them on, you know, the different STDs and just how to be responsible and safe, because it's real out there. It's very real. You are definitely right, because when you just look at social media and what's going on and the kids are getting depressed from seeing other kids looking like they're living their best life when they just driving their mama's car and stuff. And then Google, Mm -hmm. I mean, we always talk about Google it, but back in our day, it was like, get the dictionary. So having Uh um, like yourself, because you're cool, you're down to earth, but you know your stuff. So it makes kids, you know, and even adults be more comfortable with being more effective on their health care, but I love those books. I sure wish I would have had that when my son told me because I wasn't yeah. I wasn't <laughs> devastated, but you kind of like, oh, so when did this happen, you know? And so uh-huh. now you want the kind of details because I wanted to get to the main point was, did you use a condom? You know what I mean? So um, I, I think these books are a great um, guide to helping parents because sometimes parents don't want to have that talk. I know a couple of fathers be like, no, she's going to be my little girl to 25. And I'm like, well, no, you need to have a conversation um, because daddy's little girl might be doing more than what daddy thinks. So I, I really want to help promote these books because our kids are our future and there aren't, mm, I'm not seeing a lot of young leaders, I mean, you know, really guiding the kids and stuff. So it's still our duty to be able to guide them in the direction that they should go. And I also saw that you've given out scholarships to students that are pursuing um, a profession in healthcare. Yes. So back in uh, 2016, I started a All About Healthy Living Foundation. And um, my foundation is serves as to, you know, uh, raise funds to get donations to increase money so that I can give out scholarships to deserving high school seniors. And what makes my scholarship different is because I don't just go off the GPA. You know, we have a lot of people, yeah, you can make a 3.5, but what about that average student who wants to go to college and doesn't have that high GPA? So I go, you know, really strictly off of uh, the essay. Mm-hmm. And for those who want to, um, pursue a career in healthcare and just an essay on how they will embrace health and encourage healthy lifestyle in their community. So I'm excited about that. I've been giving out scholarships for a couple of years now. They've been book scholarships, um, but, you know, the more the donations come in, the better. It's a nonprofit uh, foundation. And um, when I do my health parties, actually part of the proceeds go to that foundation as well. Oh, that is awesome. So I am so excited that I had an opportunity to talk to you. I think this information is uh, like we need to talk about this monthly. You know what I mean? Uh, But please let everybody know how can they, you know, support the foundation, how they can follow you and how they can get the books. Yeah, so visit my website, drkatinakennedy.com. That's where you'll find a lot of my um, master classes on uh, healthy vagina because women's health uh, is my, I work in gynecology and I work in primary care as well, but women's health is my passion. Teen health is my passion as well. So visit my website. I have a lot of uh, master classes on keeping a healthy vagina. 
Um, and then you'll find my meal plan as well. Um, and then we have social media. Find me on Dr. Katina on social media, IG, Facebook. Facebook, I have about 40,000 uh, fans on there. I just started a Facebook group to be a little bit more intimate. Um, but follow me. I, I love what I do, this health and fitness. Um, I, I'm, I'm encouraging you and I'm challenging you all to really focus on some things that will help you live a healthy lifestyle. Like, I really want you all to start getting sleep. All right, because that's important. I have a lot of patients that come in and they say, oh, you know, I'm I'm feeling this way, I'm feeling that way. Well, how many hours of sleep did you get last night? Mm-hmm. Well, I only got about three or four. Well, that's why you're not going to have the energy. Right. That's why you can't concentrate or you can't focus because you're not sleeping. Also, stop skipping your meals. You have to stop skipping your meals. That's going to slow down your metabolism. It's important to eat at least your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then, of course, get your snacks on board. And then the importance of drinking your water as well. All of these are just tips on things that you can do to help manage your cholesterol, your blood pressure, and your your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Especially you have to get out there and exercise, people. Get active. You don't have to do boot camp type of exercise. You can go (laughs) for your walk. But when you go for that walk, I want you to get up and I want you to walk fast. I want you to be huffing and puffing after you work out, after you go for that walk. If you can talk during your walk, then you're not working hard enough. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I definitely look, we're going to have to have another conversation about the women's health, because that's another thing that a lot of women aren't educated on vagina dryness um, or if you're yes. moist and just the different aspects of that. And then even taking the wrong approach to trying to self-medicate or self-heal. So that's we're going to have another conversation yes. about that. And I think that's you important. got it. Ladies. I have lots of videos on that on YouTube. So okay. if you missed some of my videos in the past, visit my YouTube search. Dr. Katina, D-R-K-A-T-I-N-A. And, um, you know, we have fun. And, and, and I, I talk in layman's terms so that, you know, you all can understand. And just always remember, you know, you're not going through what you're going through alone. Somebody else has gone through it. Somebody else is going to go through it. So it's important that we talk about health. Mm-hmm. You know, it's talk about sex. Talk about our sexual issues, our mental issues, our physical issues. It's okay. It's life. It's human life, and we all go through it. So I'm so glad and elated that you had me on this show. I got a chance to speak with your followers, and I'll come back. Absolutely. We will definitely have you back. And, guys, make sure you follow her. And parents, parents, cousins, aunts, whoever, get the book. I mean, if you have young siblings or or kids or nieces or nephews, don't be scared. Get them this book. Get the parents this book. This is a great Christmas gift. You may not think it is, but it is doing some generational help here. So thank you, Dr. Katina. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Real Talk with Stacey J. To listen to our podcast and our previous podcast, go to live365empowerment.com, SoundCloud, Anchor, and Google Podcasts.